0: Wait a minute. num num. num num. Check one, check two. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episodes of the Birdie Numb Num podcast. I am having a good week. I hope you are also having a good week. We have a nice open dialogue, you and I, every week on the Birdie Num Num podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. Sanjay Monaghtala here. I'm trying a different angle on the videos. And every time I record, the lighting changes. It's like the sun is like, Sanjay, you took away too long to set that up for this podcast. And now... Wow, man. I just got a haircut. I don't know if you guys can see it for the video watchers, and uh, my wife says it sucks, but I kind of like it. But yeah, I think he could have done a better job, but what are you going to do? Anyways, ladies and gents, that's what happens when you go to Munjunath Gents Parlor, as opposed to Bounce, where you spend 800 rupees on a haircut. And I made fun of that on a podcast, and there the light goes again. I made fun of that on a podcast. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and karma is a bitch, but she's never on time. And karma is not a animate person, so that joke, karma is a bitch, I feel is not offensive yet. But let's see what happens in this world now, guys. I want to talk to you this week about uh, a message I got from a listener, a reader, somebody who messaged me on the IG on the Instagram, and that topic for this week's episode is quitting a horrible job, quitting a terrible job, quitting a job that you hate, that you are crying in the corner about, that you don't understand, how did this happen? This is not what I expected. And I am just really pissed off. And somebody messaged me and I'm not gonna give away his or her name, but in a nutshell, they're working in a hospital and they are having a tough time with it. And anyone who has been in any hospital in India realizes doctors are overworked even the most five-star hospitals they're underpaid uh you know we treat doctors with a level of respect that i don't think uh they deserve they deserve a much higher level of respect is what i mean because here's the thing in the west where i grew up so i know stuff just because my parents had me there because i was lucky um no like here's the thing uh, a lot of us don't realize in America the healthcare system sucks, but by the time you do see a doctor, you're like, Whoa, it's like the wizard. Like, I had to pay a hundred dollars and a copay and this and that. So, whatever the doctor says, you take it seriously and you listen to them. And, you know, even going to the dentist cost like 200 bucks for me because we didn't have insurance growing up. Um, so, I would be like, Yeah, I'm not going to mess around uh but in india it's so cheap to see a doctor i mean it's 150 rupees 300 500 rupees whatever it is so for the price of your lunch or less uh you can see a doctor and look man doctors god bless them but they're also trying to make money and survive like everybody is so um this person messages me and says you know they're having a very tough time um and I apologize for the noise, guys. There was a kid who lives above me who was very loud. Uh, and I got to go up there. But being a real man, I'm going to make my wife do it. And um, basically, the issue is that, yeah, it's a crappy job. And like a lot of us who are in crappy jobs, whether it's in IT or medicine or you're studying something, uh, when you finally get that you know opportunity and then you realize it's not what you expected your whole kind of ethos around it, your whole attitude changes and you want out of there. And let me tell you something, person, and to anyone who's in a crappy job and they really wanna quit, you're probably fighting what your parents are gonna say, the people who say, I told you so, you're probably fighting that, uh, you know, you've only been there a month or six months, or you're fighting your ego and society that says you can't handle something tough. Um, And I agree with a lot of that, okay? So I'll be honest, first of all, if you're in a crappy job, And you want to get out of there, number one, there's a couple of hacks that you can do. Okay. Number one, ask yourself, is there an end in sight? Because if this is your life for a week, a month, I mean, a year, also very difficult. If that stuff is happening, it's not going to be easy, dude, Um, in the long run. If you look back, because here's the thing time is going to pass. So if you are in, like, I was once, Uh, working at singular wireless AT&T in Seattle with Accenture and we were on a project and some data cleanup, data integration, all that stuff and basically what ended up happening is chaos project but long story short I was working 7 a.m to 2 a.m every single day for two months and that made me the man who I am today. And yeah, I was like, this IT consulting is some BS. This is ridiculous. How could they put us in this project? I don't even know this tool. I don't even know where to get the data from. I don't even know who to talk to. To get access to the system is gonna take four days. What do I do in the meantime? Uh, But where there's a will, there's a way. And I think anybody who's been in a crazy environment where it's a lot of work, a lot of stress, a lot of juggling things around, very quickly um, you look back once you're finished as the experienced self and the uh, remembering self talks about in Daniel Kamen's book, you know, the thinking fast and slow, which is back there somewhere, uh, it's painful during it, whether you're talking about push ups or being at the gym, but when you're actually, actually done, most people look back on a horrible experience like that and they're like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. So if you are in something that is very difficult, that is very stressful, if there is an end in sight, Number one, I would say, hang on. And there's a hack that I always suggest people on their resumes. I always suggest for people to do on their resumes, which is at the very least, if you're not going to last a year, try to at least cross the boundary of the calendar change. For example, staying at a job from January until November of 2019 probably looks worse on a calendar than staying on a job from November 2019 to January 2020 because it kind of looks like you were there 2019 and 2020 if you know what I mean and this is a simplified example but if you're gonna quit a job between six and nine months try at least to cross over that year threshold so on your resume if you kind of you know uh frame it or format it right you can use that 2019 to 2020 or 2018 to 2019 thing because that's a fun little hack that most people when they skim resumes that they, they skim it dude skim something. Look at somebody. I was in Thailand and I didn't understand a word of what people were scrolling on their phones. And I was sitting in the, the, not sitting, but standing in the subway. But when you don't speak the language, like if you're in China and you see people scrolling on their news feeds, like in a metro, you get a great insight into the human condition and how we consume content. Because you can see, since you don't understand a word, where they're stopping. Is it an image? Is it a video? Is it an image of a person? Is it a head? Are they smiling? Are they not? And so you really understand how we quickly process information and long story short on your resume, I'm probably going to look at headings and bullet points. And if I see 2019 to 2020, I may not even pay attention to how many months you were there, but that might get you into the door for the future opportunity that you want. So a quick first suggestion, if you're in a job you hate, number one, try to see, is there an end in sight? And number two, are you crossing over the year? Okay. And number three, which I kind of talked about is... This week on the brain Num Num podcast, most of these horrible experiences, Um, I know it's cliche, but most of them, you know, dude, there's so many people I know who start working in Bollywood and they think it's all exciting and I'm a producer, I'm a stylist, uh, I'm a makeup artist, and then you realize, crap this is hard work. This is not what I thought it would be. This is getting up at 5am. I don't get the selfies with the actors. And even if I did, that's literally 0.1% of the job and they're assholes, you know, or they're just busy. Um, acting is going to sound so, so con not condescending, but it's going to sound so chic or weird, but acting is a hard job. I am acting in a movie right now. Um, and I'm just telling you, it's like, uh, nothing is what it seems. So, God, this, I'm so sorry this week, folks, on all the banging. On, I don't know if that's construction or a kid, but, uh, you know, we can deal because this is India, and you understand. And I'm sure that guy also wants to quit his job if he is drilling into something. And if that's a kid, parents, please. I'm a I, I'm a married man with no kids, so my opinion, obviously, is very important. <laughs> um, you know, it's another thing I want to say about people who... Uh, want to quit their job or their studies. Dude, engineering, you know how many times I wanted to quit all the time? Like, I wanted to make video games. I didn't want to learn about for loops and ones and zeros and physics and math. Every computer science major, a good one at a good university, you pretty much have a minor in math with all the extra math classes they make you take. And when you're playing Call of Duty and you're like freaking, or a Fortnite or PUBG, PUBG is the game that uh, I've heard a lot about, yet I don't know anything about because I'm in my 30s, so it doesn't really matter. Um, But I should get on that to understand what the youth are doing. um, Like, when you start doing something and you realize it's not what it is, so many people fall by the wayside, but that's literally step one, all right? If you want to be a great computer programmer, you got to learn the ABCs of your programming language, all right? If you want to... want to do stand-up comedy or be a singer you got to learn chords and falsettos and octaves or i don't know what you singers do but every single job has a really boring gritty push-up pull-up sort of conditioning i don't think kobe bryant or the cricket players that are all popular the world cup i didn't even watch but i mean I, i i heard it was great um like all of them do stuff they hate and you need to ask yourself if you want to quit your job uh Dude, like, you know, I was talking to a friend and uh, she was working at one of these companies and she quit at 23 after having been there from 22. And she was like, yeah, I just could never work at Citibank. Or I saw, you know, if you're going to do something better and you know something you have lined up and, you know, sure, fine. But there's a lot of people also, nobody ever tells you this, guys. There's a lot of people who follow their dreams or quit the soul crushing corporate life and then do nothing and waste away. So um, don't be that person and don't quit because something is hard. So many people quit computer science or engineering because that first year is difficult, but it's like learning a new language, dude. It's like freaking learning French or Spanish. You're going to want to freaking blow your brains out with 800 flashcards, memorizing stuff. You think doctors? My wife is a doctor. She's studying for some exam right now. I I don't want to know about cells and chemistry. I just want to know you know, that I can go to a doctor, but they have to do that stuff. And then they it's there and they forget about it. And second point, I want to make first point was about having an end in sight and knowing you're going to learn from that stuff. um, And your resume hacks. Second point is, every single job has really boring stuff. So even if you quit your field, or quit working at that hospital, or you, you know, if you quit working at that hospital, and then you end up working for a government hospital or you end up working in a big pharma company. You're probably going to also have a bunch of crap that you really hate doing. And my camera cut out right as I said, big pharma. There's a conspiracy. Um, yeah, man. And the third point uh, I want to make, if I think I'm on my third point, as I wrap up this short episode of the Burning Numberman Podcast is... Oftentimes we get things in life and number one, they're not what we expected, which we've talked about. But number two, they are what we expected, but the way they were presented kind of ruins the whole thing. I'll give you an example. Okay. Uh, All you've wanted your whole life or the whole year for your birthday was the iPhone, right? Or a car or something. What if you're lucky, you know, and you finally get this latest gadget, this latest thing um or you finally you know you finally get whatever you wanted but it wasn't exactly what you wanted and that kind of ruins the whole whole thing once i uh you know i finally got uh a cell phone that i liked and then uh or somebody gifted it to me i don't remember but uh it was like the wrong color you know what i mean and it's so stupid now or I bought. I got a brand new Xbox, but the box had like a small rip on it. And then in my head, I just thought it was used. Like, dude, I was looking at. I was looking at. Uh, Amazon Prime Day is happening right now, and I was looking at whey protein, because um, you know Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, <laughs> such a dick, uh, and I still have this huge gut. Please, somebody listening, tell me. I have not drank in three months. I have not smoked in two and a half months. I've not had sugar in two and a half months. This paunch is not going away. I still eat carbs, but come on, dude, like what the hell? <laughs> so this Amazon prime thing, is looking at all the whey protein. This is a small aside, but if you're in the gym listening, I'm sure you'll enjoy this. Why does every, even the most five-star rated, you know, or the biggest seller on Amazon, everyone in India thinks their whey protein is counterfeit. First product, fake product, fake counter for cheetah scamsters i'm like i guess i mean these guys are saying you can validate the code on optimum or whatever but is somebody who's making fake optimum whey protein and then who's dumb enough to sell it on amazon especially where people can go after you like anything but um here's the thing so whether you got a bad whey protein box or you got a small dent You know, you bought a brand new iPhone and then somebody carried it for you from America, uh, you know, to save the 10,000 bucks. And then the box has like a small dent on the corner because it got smushed in the suitcase. And now it just ruins the whole thing or the car you wanted. You know, the seat colors weren't exactly right. But your dad was like, let's take this one because there's a good offer right now. But now just the seat cover is a little off. Or you read a bad review on that product of the 900 reviews you read one about some weird hissing in those wireless headphones and all that stuff ruins the whole thing. Nothing is what it seems. And don't let these little things ruin the whole experience for you. So if you are in a job, finally, you got that job at the hospital, at the this, at the that, there is always going to be a down. There is always going to be a downside. Life is not a perfect five-star review of everything. Things are difficult. And you got to ask yourself, how much are you willing to take? But also, are you really, pardon my French, are you being a little bitch about these things? Guys and girls, are you being, you know, stubborn? Are you being like, dude, that little rip in the box or that little air bubble on your screen protector that is like, these are all examples from my life, you guys, um, that's bothering you or your cell phone camera, the portrait mode is a little grainy. Is it defective? Is it not? But it's like nobody notices and it's all in your head. Um, Whatever these whatever these things are, don't let them mess you up in the long term because I promise you they are so trivial and they don't make a difference. So, um, if you're in a job that you hate, if you're studying something that you hate, if something is not what you thought it would be, if 1% of something is just ruining, uh, the whole experience, please don't do what I do. Don't, don't let it ruin the big picture. Don't let the small picture, ruin the big picture. So my advice to anybody, and this is probably not what you want to hear because your mom is saying, if you're unhappy, just don't do it. Or motivational people on Instagram or Facebook are like, never do something. Or if, if you, uh, if you follow your passion, you'll never, you'll never work a day in your life. You know what I mean? Um, nah, man, I follow my passion and I work all the time. I love doing this podcast for you guys, but I hate editing it. I hate trying to market it online. It's growing. Thank you. Please write rate review. Um, but I hate like all the stuff that is not part of the actual creative process. You know, Alicia was on this podcast sitting right here. And she was like, dude, people don't realize even as an artist, half my day is invoicing. I'm not just like drawing all day. Like, la, 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 this is beautiful. Now I got to figure out how, dude, even the best movies are spending tons of money promoting marketing taxes, whatever the hell, right? So everyone's got to do it. But if you're in the space that you like and you're doing something you like and you're a techie who just hates all this Python C++, but you want to design a killer website or make a good product or sell an app, you got to do it, bro. So I know we're kind of a soft society right now, but my advice, honestly, for most people, if you're in a crappy job, try to last a year or at least a calendar year. Then ask yourself, will I learn something from this? Will I be better for it? Even the Navy SEALs, the Army people, they all do crap that's really, really bad in the beginning. And some continue to do it. But as long as there's a light at the end of the tunnel, I think you will be fine. And nothing is what it seems, folks. My, uh, In conclusion, uh, my buddy, aside from my, my friend Bopes, Bopana, Corgi guy. Corgis love pork, by the way. It's so yum. So good. The Corgi pork is so good. That's my Donald Trump. Um he had bought this pair of shoes, right? This like three, four, five k pair of shoes from one of these Indian shops, and the guy. And uh, after two months, you know, and fast fashion, you guys, right? The stuff like is det- the shoe has literally gone to crap after after two months. A five k pair of loafers or whatever, and he takes it back to the bata or whatever shop, and the saleskeeper is like, "Sad, this shoe is car to carpet." <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny, but this shoe is car to carpet. That is, that is, that just makes me smile. And I hope it made you smile. I hope it made you guys smile today. But remember, everybody in life has to eat their vegetables, eat their broccoli, do the tough stuff, do the push-ups, And nobody in this universe will tell you that they are going to regret doing that because that is who they are today. Right. So um, trust the process, trust that there's a point for everything, trust to the doctor person when you are making your millions of dollars as a big, fancy CEO of some big, fancy hospital or, you know, saving lives or finding the cure, all that stuff about dealing with angry people in the ER or shouting. And And I know in India, this is sensitive because people lash out at doctors and God bless you all who deal with that. But I'm sure minus the doctor, you know, I hope that person is okay, who got injured. I know a lot of people who work in the ER. uh, It's a thankless job. uh, And it's a tough job. But but I know that they are stronger people as a result. And I'm I'm hoping that that has taught them also how to speak up to their in-laws or speak up in their families or speak up in society even, and take action and be a better person. So um, don't quit too early. Quit when it's right, and know when to quit. So, thank you guys so much. I appreciate your guys' time. I'll see you next week. num num. num num. num